We're here. We're here. That's not the one I meant. That's the one I meant. Sorry. <laughs> sorry so much. So many sorries for that. Wrong effect. But, you know, bitches, don't edit. I do not edit. So literally everything I do on this is like just going off and off and off. And if I fuck up, I don't know, I guess I just start over. Yep, that's the deal. Welcome to episode 11 with uh, Jennifer Hill. That's me. This is Don't Get Offended. Episode 11. Epi 11. Ep 11. EP 11. Okay, let's just get into it, okay? Today is Saturday, September 14th. It is the afternoon. I was like, I'll record this on Wednesday. I'll record this Saturday morning. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm like, bitch, if you don't get on and start talking, you're never going to do it. So here I am at 7 o'clock at night on a Saturday. I'm fucking exhausted for no reason. Well, there's a reason. There's a reason. Cheers to you. I hope you have your uh, drinks in front of you. hope you got your... Uh, you got yourself settled in into wherever you're listening to this. You got your seatbelts buckled. You got your podcast hooked up to your car play, your auto, iPhone play, Apple, however the fuck. However the fuck you listen to it. You got your iced coffee. You're home. You got your drink. You're on your porch. You're smoking a bowl, smoking a blunt, whatever you're doing, driving through work, driving at to work, not through work, or driving through work, you're having a bad day and just going to drive your car right through your job. You could do that too. Just as long as you have Don't Get Offended on your Apple Spotify podcast. <laughs> I still have yet to get this shit back on YouTube because the program I was using was shut down for some reason. And I was like, these motherfuckers are trying to steal my money. But no, it was really shut down for some, there was some legal issues they were having with the, wh whatever the case may be, they got, the, it's up and running now. And now I have to upload, um, now five episodes to YouTube and I just haven't got to it. I just haven't. And I know, you know, I, I, I gotta get, I gotta get to it. Sorry about this. Sorry about these things that happen on my computer. I gotta get to it because there's a, there's an audience of YouTube and there's people that watch podcasts on YouTube, even though I'm not videoing this, you ain't going to see me. So, but, uh, you know, when I look it up, it says, you know, keep your shit on YouTube because, you know, people like that, I guess. To me, I don't like not being able to go other spots on my phone because I'm addicted to this handheld device. And if I have to do something on YouTube, I can't leave the page. I'm like, I have to pay attention to one thing? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't pay fully attention to one thing ever. I need to constantly be distracted and paying a per like 2% attention to multiple things at once. That's what I want to do. So if you listen to this podcast and you scroll on Instagram as well, you, you are me, I am you, we are we. This is what I do as well. I'm not mad. I'm not mad if you've only listened to... If you've only fully paid attention to just the intro and then you're like, you know, I don't feel like listening to this and, and you shut it off. That may be the case. I've had mostly positive feedback because it's friends and family who are telling me. So they have to tell me that they like me. But um, 
then I had um, one of the uh, physical therapists at my job say, oh, hey, Jen, I listened to your podcast. And I mean, I love this little guy. He's a short little glass of milk. So I call him a little, little glass of milk. He's like, he's maybe five, six, five. I don't know. He's a little guy, but he's a hottie. He's a little hottie. And he's married fully, but I know this is what I do. I flirt with married men because I have nothing else to do. So I have my vi I live vicariously through other people's marriages. So I'm never, I'm not going to take you, man. I just, this is what I do. I, I see, I see myself as a sister wife to all the married couples out there. And I want to, I just want to spread the love. <laughs> Let me stop. So he tells me, oh yeah, hey Jen, I, I checked out your podcast. You know, I thought it was pretty dull. I'm used to spicy Jen. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. So no matter how much positive feedback I get, I have to listen to the one negative feedback. I'll take dull. Dull is something I've never been called before. I'll take it. Cheers to dull, baby. I'm going to take a sip of this uh, gin I have. Not Jen, gin. People in the South call me gin. When I lived in Virginia, my name was Jen, not Jen. Anyways, so I thought, you know, I, I, I just take the, I just start this podcast and I talk and the way the conversation goes is where it goes. And sometimes it's me being a little less animated and real serious and have opinions about things that I want you to know about. Sometimes I talk like this and I... And you hear me and you enjoy this, too. Some people enjoy this voice. But today I'm not doing that. Today I'm talking. Like I normally talk. And this is how I normally fucking talk. Loud and annoying like this. Unless I'm chilled out and had a glass of wine. And I'm like this. But there's no wine. It's gin today. All right. Well, I mean, I guess I, guess I should just get straight to the point of why I'm tired and why it's taking me all day to get to this fucking podcast. But... I've been getting up at 4 a.m. to go to the gym four times a week. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> oh, my God. The things you realize that no one's going to pat you on your back. That's, I mean, you have, you know, I have friends, shout out to my girlfriends out there and people who say, good job, Jen, or comment on my Instagram pitches and say, keep it going. You know, I appreciate you. But at the end of the day, it's me with me. And at the end of the day, you have to pat yourself on your own damn back because who, who's going to do that for you? No one's going to take your hand and pat yourself on your back. They can, they can give you words of encouragement, but it's you getting you up at four. And it's like, that's important. Just like, you know, when you clean your house, make your bed, do your laundry, you know, y you deserve to be celebrated. No one does it in your adulthood. But I should have a whole Instagram of doing things that you do, just posting things you do on the daily basis and just people congratulating you like I made my bed today before I went to work oh my god stop it hey guys I ate protein for breakfast I ate two eggs and no toast I didn't have any cobs good job Jen good job I cleaned my shower and my toilet and I got all the soap scum off the walls oh my god no way I vacuumed and dusted under my bed. Aww. <laughs> you did it. You did it. Congratulations. <laughs> but really, you feel good and you feel like no one cares. You look around and no one's saying good job. No one's giving you $5 for the chores. 
your mother's not saying thanks for doing that, you know. But it does feel good to be acknowledged, and I'm proud of you if you did that. If you got the dust bunnies out from under your bed, I'm proud of you. So I went to the gym, and I've been, you know, whatever, trying to get my ass back in shape because I'm going back to Alaska next summer, and I'm doing a hike that's going to require serious physical strength, mental fortitude, and a lot less fat on my body because I need to be carrying less weight on my knees. Side note, I know I never get into things when I say I'm going to. Side note is I used to be like, damn, why do my knees hurt so much? Why does my back, why do my ankles hurt? And it's because I was 240 pounds. I never really thought of it. And now my, when my knees started hurting again, I was like, oh, oh, no, you need to lose fat. Like some, you need to lose some fat in these joints. You know, that's my story, guys. That's my personal story. So if that's not your story, if your fucking knees don't hurt and you're overweight or whatever, I don't give a fuck, okay? I'm talking about me. All right, I don't need to. Don't get offended, okay? I'm talking about me and my knees that hurt when I'm fat-er than I normally am. There's a certain weight I'm comfortable at, and I, I've discovered I think it's around 160, 170. I like that. I feel good in that. So that's where I'm trying to be. So mind your business if you ain't, if you ain't about that life. Or if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can't relate. Shut the podcast off. Or keep it on and listen anyways. I don't care. So... Yesterday was Friday the 13th. I don't know if anybody told you. I don't know if you saw it on social media 3,000 times. I don't know if people told you, oh, my God, it's a full moon on Friday the 13th. It's a full moon on Friday the 13th. Good luck to night nurses. Good luck to nurses. Good luck to everybody out there dealing with the graveyard shift. Everybody's going to go crazy. Everybody, you know, oh, my God. All right. We get it. We know. We experience it. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Yesterday was just bat shit it was bat shit and it was i don't know if it was the full moon and the combination of friday the 13th that everybody was speculating about but it started first thing in the morning and it did not end all day the whole shift and i was done i was i got home and i don't even remember getting in my bed and going to sleep i don't even remember this it happened because i woke up this morning so i and i was in my t-shirt I wasn't in my scrub, so I must have somehow got myself into bed. But I was done. I was spent. It was a very long day. Call lights didn't stop going off. Patients' bodies didn't stop, resp- like, their bodies, Jen. <laughs> what are you talking about? But they were sick. They were ill. Their bodies weren't healing the way I wanted them to. Their cardiovascular systems were all out of whack. Their lungs were not behaving the way we wanted them to. People were sick, and they weren't getting better throughout the day. They were just staying the same, and it was irritating me. That's the, I'm, I dumbed it down for you, okay? I dumbed it down, and that's because I'm assuming a lot of people listening aren't nurses or aren't in the medical field, and do I feel like explaining things to you? No, I'm just dumbing it down. Now I'm just drinking some water, so stand by. So when the shift ended, I was tired, so that's why I'm tired today. So I did know why I was tired today, and I did know why... I was run down because it was a long-ass day at work, and I didn't have my compression socks on, and it was a tough day. And did, it, did we get a debriefing? Did we get an after-work huddle where everybody said, good job, we, we made it through? No, but we did make it through. And here we are, just talk about it another day. This is me, I am you. You are my, I, you are I, and we are we. Okay, so 
um, just hoping you all have a good Saturday today. I hope you did whatever you normally do on Saturdays and you did it with a happy, happy attitude. You felt good today. It's uh, 7 o'clock my time, so my folks, my folks, my people back on the East Coast, it's like 10 o'clock, so probably going to bed right now. But when you listen to this and I upload it, it'll be whatever time you listen to it, so it doesn't really matter. So I was like, what am I going to talk about? Now that I've talked about all the thi- all my stupid shit. So, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention is if you are a drug addict and your drug of choice is methamphetamine, can you just stop doing that, please? Like, just, just want to make a public service announcement, like, don't do methamphetamine. Or even cocaine. I mean, cocaine, I guess, if you do it, like, once in a while. But if you're a chronic user and abuser... Just, like, chill the fuck out, okay? My Red Bull folks, my fucking monster drinkers, chill the fuck out, okay? Your heart can't handle it. It cannot handle it. Did I just put methamphetamine in the same category as monster drinks? Yeah, I fucking did. Is there science behind it? No, I don't know. It's my personal own opinion, okay? But I know that it's not good for your cardiovascular system to be drinking that shit on a daily basis or doing methamphetamine on a daily basis. Or even if you're drinking Monster Red Bull on a daily basis, maybe like not multiple times a day. Try not to drink it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know? And then don't ask me why you can't get to sleep because you had fucking six Red Bulls, you know? Don't ask me that. But I had a patient with methamphetamine addiction. And a lot of patients who have meth addictions, they end up going into cardiac congestive heart failure or as we call it chf just basically means your heart is not pumping as efficiently because you've worn the fuck out of it you've be by doing all these drugs and by all these drugs i mean methamphetamine or cocaine and then you're in your 30s and you're got fucking congestive heart failure and you can't breathe you can't walk 20 feet without being short of breath your ejection fraction i.e how well your your heart pumps blood through your entire body is like it should be like 70% and you're at 20, 10, 5. You're basically knocking on death's door. You're 20% you're knocking on death's door. Your, your body's filled with all these fluids because your, your fucking cardiovascular system can't get it all out and back into your heart and around. You know, you look it up, okay? Look up your anatomy and physiology of why you, why you get fluids, fluid buildup. But you do. You get fluid buildup in your legs in your belly, you, you know, you, it gets worse. The worser it gets, is worser a word? The even more, the more worse it gets, the more fluid builds up, the more places it builds up in your body. And you're a walking blimp because you wanted to spend all your teens and 20s doing methamphetamine and now you're in your 30s walking around like a 95-year-old, okay? So stop doing it. I'm telling you now, this is a public service announcement. It's a bad drug. Get high off, I don't know, weed. Do something like mushrooms. Do something that doesn't make your heart pump 200 beats a minute for no good goddamn reason. Okay? And that makes you paranoid and think everybody's out to get you. No, it's the meth, honey. There's no reasoning with meth meth heads when they're like that. I don't want to call them meth heads because that's mean, but there's no reasoning with people who are on a methamphetamine and they're paranoid like that you can't tell them nothing they think they've solved they get paranoid i've had patients 
high on meth. There's no antidote to it, so we just have to wait it out and hope they don't try to, you know, jump out a window or stab anybody. But they're always paranoid to the point where they think they're convinced that someone's out to kill them or their girlfriends or significant others are cheating on them in some way and that they have just discovered it at that moment or someone's trying to set them up. It's like you do you think in your in your your meth high at this moment you weren't high an hour ago you just got high and now you've gotten so high and paranoid that you think you've just, you've solved you've become a detective and that you've realized that everyone around you is setting you up and you haven't noticed it at all before and now all of a sudden it's here and you're going to solve the problem that you know the guy just jumped out the window your your girlfriend was cheating on you and he just jumped out the window what are the, this is this is not lifetime this is not a movie. This is no, no, no one's out to get you. There's no one out in the window. You can't fly. We're here to help. Please don't stab us. Oh God, it's a bad drug. And I had a patient who's been addicted to it since he was seven years old. Seven. That's not 17, that's not 27, that's seven years old. So obviously, I would say it's safe to assume that this man had some childhood trauma that he wasn't dealing with. So yeah, he's probably going to get himself, I mean, he was really sick, and I don't think he realized it or even cared to think about it. And he's going to, what, leave the hospital and go right back into using meth and drop dead? I had a, I had an 85-year-old patient who came in, he was addicted to meth his whole life and he's 85 his ejection fraction was 10 percent i can't believe he made it to 85 maybe maybe he started doing meth when he was in his 20s because 30 so he made it to 80 you start when you're seven you make it to 30 or whatever the case may be you just you're not living a very healthy life but you're trugging along i guess trucking along 85 was admitted to the hospital positive for meth he had done meth four days before he died that hospital stay. He was a really, really chill guy. We liked him, but uh, meth is no joke. It was the last drug he did before he died. But at least he made it to 85, I guess. I don't even know. Does it matter how, how long you live if you don't live it right or, or if you don't live it happy and at peace? All right, I'm not going to get into that. Let me stop. Let me stop getting into that. It's not where this conversation was going, but I just wanted to share that with you because I thought it was wild that my patient was doing meth when he was seven. And I believe them. So I was like, what am I going to talk about? What What is episode 11 today? What is episode 11? And I've been thinking about it and I've been, I've been wondering. And I was like, should I talk about fetishes? And that's what I want to talk about. All right. So um, if my mom or dad are listening to this, this is what it is. Okay. I'm an adult. So shut it off now if you don't want to listen about fetishes. Shut it off if you don't want to listen, okay? Don't get offended. It's just what it is. And I guess really I want to talk about the wh at what point, I'm going to get into it, at what point in a relationship that you're dating someone, do you think it's an appropriate time to bring up that maybe you have a fetish that you want your partner to know about is it do you want to hear it on day one is that something you want to hear on day one like hey by the way 
I really enjoy licking armpits. Is that something you're down with or is, l let me know now. Or is that something you want to ease into six months down the line and say, hey, by the way, you know, I see that you haven't shaved in a while. You mind if I get in there and dabble in that armpit? <laughs> the left one, though. I don't want the right one. Is that is that something you want? I mean, are you accepting? Do we all have something that we like? Do we all have a fetish, I guess, that maybe our partners don't know about? Or may, I'd like to know this. I'd like to know from people if you'd want to email me or DM me, let me know. If it's something that you're, did you get offended at gmail.com? Or you can DM me on Instagram, JenniferLynn42. Is it something that you, that your partner, your husband, your wife, told you and it was like uh or boyfriend and girlfriend whatever and it was a deal breaker it was like I don't I'm good or was it something you're like let me think about this let me get into this let me and maybe if they come off too soon with it like hey it's been three weeks do you mind uh stomping on my nuts with high heels on like do you think that that's something that you would have done if he asked you a year later or if he's asking you after three weeks of dating do you feel like maybe it just kind of turns you off and I'm only using that example because that was something an ex of mine asked me to do but he didn't want me to he I had the high heels for for a little bit of comedy a little bit of spice and flavor but he really just wanted me to step on them kick him or stomp on them which I mean okay I feel like that would hurt really bad like because, like, you're, like, you want me to stomp on your balls, like the actual ball that's, like, encased in a, it's like a slippery little thing in there. Do you want me to, like, mold, do you want me to immobilize it? you want me to get it, like, do you want me to, like, lock and load it in some spot, like, hold it down and then step on it? Because I might slip because those little slippery, they move around. Or do you want just, like, just the whole ball area and just see what happens, just step on it and see what happens? And Why? Why it should have been the first question, but the but right away I'm like, how? I didn't ask why, I asked how, because how? <laughs> do you lay down naked? Do you want to stand up? Do you want me to kick you, knee you? Do you lay down with your clothes on? Do you lay down naked? Do you, do you, what do, what do you do with your, with your balls there? What do, you, what do you do with them? Do you hold your, your own genitalia out of the way so I can, do you hold your dick out of the way so I can step on your nuts? Is that what you want? Is that how it works? Interesting. Interesting. But no, no, I'm not going to do that. So, um, thanks for asking though. I think I commend the, the balls, if you will. <laughs> There's no laugh effect. I commend the balls it took you to ask me if I could do that for you. Maybe. I come off as someone who would enjoy kicking you in the nuts or kneeing you. I mean, maybe I would. Who knows? I don't know. It was, a, it was something I just wasn't ready to, you know, do. I had a friend of mine who said she dated a guy who said that he wanted her to pee on him. And to me, I'm like, is that a fetish? Is that weird? I don't know if that's that weird. Like, I guess I should Google. Let's Google the word fetish while, while I'm here because some things I'm like, is it a fetish or is it just something weird that you like? But is that what a fetish is? A fetish is a form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object. Oh, wait, wait a second. Stand by. What? 
a form of sexual desire in which gratification is licked, linked, licked, <laughs> this episode, in uh, which gratification is licked, is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing, or part of the body. Victorian men developed fetishes focusing on feet, shoes, and boots. It's an excessive or an irrational devotion or commitment to a particular thing. He had a fetish for writing more opinions. All right. All right. So mostly it's linked to gratification, I guess. But I just reread the same definition. So interesting, interesting, interesting. He had a fetish for writing more opinions each year than any other justice. So uh, th that's weird use of the word to me. That's weird. Like he had a fetish for getting his work done. It's like, okay, <laughs> is it a fetish? Did you get sexual gratification from that? Sexual desire in which gratification is linked to a normal degree to a particular object. And I mean, the whole foot thing is like, I don't think that that's really a foot fetish. I don't think that's a big deal. To me, it's not a big, like, oh, that's not that weird unless, unless you're using your feet to, I don't know, if you're, like, putting your big toe in someone's butt or something. Yeah, that's fucking weird, but maybe that's a weird fetish. But I, I just had that image in my head. I was trying to think of something weird you could do with your toes, and that's the grossest way I had to, that's the grossest thing I could think of at the time. If you have anything grosser, you just let me know. But... I don't mind feet. I mean, why do people hate feet so much? I mean, I guess that some people, I, let me take that back because I'm a nurse and I know why people hate feet so much. But if you have like, you know, normal looking feet, you, I don't, they don't bother me. I mean, unless like you have like a lot of layers of skin that are peeling off and they're, I take your socks off and it's a snow shower of skin flakes. That's, that's gross. Then I, then you, you should, you're not allowed to have a foot fetish. It's illegal. I don't, I don't allow it, and no. Um, so I was talking about the urinating with my girlfriend who told me that she, her, she dated a guy who wanted her to pee on him. I didn't think that was a big deal. She was, like, on the fence about it, like, hmm, I don't think I'm gonna, but it is kind of interesting. Like, would, would you do it? Should I do it? But I don't think I'm gonna do it, but it does make me wonder. <laughs> like, do you do it in the shower? Do you want me to stand over you in the bed? Like, is it on your face? <laughs> you want this? Do you want me to pee in a bucket and then pour it on you? Like a scene from Dancing Queen or whatever the fucking movie that is. What movie is it when she pours the bucket on her? Oh, my God. You guys are like, I can't believe you don't know the name of that movie. So, I mean, if that's the case, you know, I don't know. Also, choking. That's like, is that a fetish? I don't know. I, am I getting into kinks, fetishes? I don't know what I'm getting. I'm not a professional, okay? So forgive me. But some women like to be choked. Some guys, I don't know if guys like to be choked. Do you? But maybe guys like it too. But I, it, that seems so like uh, vanilla, as the professional dominatrix people might call it. Vanilla. A little safe. So it's not that big a deal. So when you have a discussion about it, it's like people like rolling their eyes like, oh my God. Nobody cares about choking. Nobody cares about feet. Those are fucking basic ass fetishes. But that's where I'm at. And then I'm, there's people probably listening who are like, oh my God, she's talking about choking during sex. Did you hear her? She said step on his nuts. His nuts, his testicles. She said that. 
<laughs> so, you know, I don't know who listens to this. Some people might love it or hate it. Just don't get offended, okay? We're just chatting. So um, the choking thing is like, I think it's like for me personally, I don't mind it. Now you know something about me. I'm not like, uh-huh, I'm not like choke me. Like that's not, I'm not going to jump in and be like, hey, you know what? I've really been fiending for someone to choke me. So could you do that? Like it's not that. It's not like that, but I don't think it's that like creepy, but it is creepy. I will say it is creepy if a guy initiates it without asking you. And if it's something that turns him on to do to you, like, I feel like that's scary to me. Like if she's not asking you for it, if she's not like, Hey, like she grabs your hand and maybe you choke her a little bit, like just a little pressure, just a little star she sees in the corner of her eyes, (laughs) just a little oxygen deprivation. But if you're doing it and she's not asking for it, that's a scary situation. That's not, I guess that's when you would have to discuss the fetish issue before you start hooking up, you know, when you're dating. Or it comes up before, it comes up outside of the bedroom. Like, hey, by the way, you want to try this next time? Coming from me, Jen, who hasn't dated in a long ass time, but I've had, you know, whatever. So I think that if, if you like choking or you like that kind of stuff, you, that's something you better bring up before it happens suddenly. And then you're, then it's a whole different ball game. If you like, if you like to be kicked in the nuts, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think six months in maybe eight months to a year, maybe that's a good time to mention it. Not three weeks or day one. I think that's a little, but then if it's something you always need, then, then she's a year in. And then now you bring it up like, listen, I've been deprived myself and I really need this. And I don't know Then maybe you should bring it up day one. I don't know, man. It's a different ball game. The ball's in your court. <laughs> I really don't know about that one. But I think I feel like you might like run away if it's day one. But then if it's year one, you feel like you've been duped. Like I'm not going to be kicking you in your nuts every night. You know. Who knows? Who knows? I dated a guy, well, I went on a couple dates with this guy who I was like, oh, you know, he seems nice enough. And it had been a while since I slept with anybody. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to hook up with him. I'm not going to take this serious. And then he tells me he voted for Trump. I know. I know. I'm already going to say, I know, you guys, you're already like, why did you continue to go on dates or talk to him? But I was in my mindset. I was like, I don't care. He's hot. The guy was like 6'6", six, six, and he w- and w- he had decent conversation. He was fun to be around. So I was like, I'm ignoring a lot of red flags because I'm getting laid, okay? So that's really it. He's the lucky guy. He's looking at me like, I can't believe she wants to sleep with me. And, and I'm like, I know. I can't believe I want to sleep with you either, but here we are. Here we are. So then the first night he says, he's like, ask me if he can. Oh, my God, I really hope my fucking parents aren't listening to this, guys. He asked me if he can toss my salad, if you will. That's what I'm going to say. And I was like, not something that I, that's, I guess really, I'm really putting my whole business out there. It's not something that I've been like accustomed to, I'm going to say. So I was like, um, you know, I don't really know. Uh, I don't know what to do. I'm a loss for words. Jen, who never has a loss for words, is a loss for words right now. So then it ended up, things ended up getting a little, you know, one thing led to another. We were in the bed where the magic happens, you know, whatever the cliches are you say when someone's about to have sex. And he ends up doing the thing that he, he asked me to do. And I was like, okay, but it wasn't, 
what I thought it would be. It was nothing that I thought it would be. It was not fun. It was not enjoyable. I was not having fun. He was, I was, there was no fun to be had. First of all, the walls in the bedroom that I was in were like popcorn walls. You know, the ceilings, the popcorn ceilings, it was popcorn walls. So this guy was like flipping me around. I felt like I wasn't really a part of the situation. I wasn't involved. I felt like I was like maybe like a doll and he was just, he was having fun and I was not there. So then he, he had my head against the wall and I was like, I thought my neck was going to break and my back was like killing me. And then after he was like, wanted me to give him a blowjob in the middle of this. And I'm whispering because my roommate just walked in and my door was half open. And I was like, um, no, I'm not doing that. He's like, I just looked your asshole. And I was like, I didn't, I did not want that. I did not ask you to do that. I really wish this was over. And then he fell asleep like drunk in my bed. And I was like, oh my God, what have I done? So now I've decided, I've officially decided that um, Trump supporters are bad in bed. And this guy was married. Not at the time, obviously, but he had he'd been married for like five years and he was recently divorced. And I was like, what? How? I need to know how. Stand by. Don't. Let me, let me pause this. Is this going to work if I pause it? All right, I'm paused. All right, it worked. I... St I that's my editing. That's as good as it gets. I edit. I shut the door. I come back. So um, he he, st he ended up sl sleeping in my bed and left the next morning at s 6 a.m. I walked him out, and I was like, see you later. And then he texts me like, that bad, huh? That bad? I'm like, yeah. If you had text that bad, it was that bad. I was so mad. I'm like, why are you this hot for no good goddamn reason? Why? Why? You're fucking sexy as hell and you're a Trump supporter and probably racist I didn't even want to talk to him any longer than I had to I was so mad I was so upset so now all Trump supporters are bad in bed and you can't convince me otherwise I won't sleep with another one ever again I know you're bad in bed and all you want to do is eat toss salad that's that's a broad generalization it is true and that's that's how I feel I had one experience and that's my truth so he had been married before for like five years and then now I'm like, how, first of all, how, how are you married and bad in bed? That I have to ask that. How? Because if your, is your wife didn't tell you that y this was bad, that she didn't like this, that this was not a good time? Or is this just something new you're trying? I just feel like if you're married, there's no other reason for you to, there's no reason for you to be bad in bed. There's none a man or a woman because that's when you get to know each other really deep down and no pun intended but that's when you should really be getting to know each other's bodies and each other's likes and dislikes and if you're not doing that then what the fuck are you doing i mean you should be like but you know then again this is coming from a single woman who's never been married so i don't know but i would think that if you've been married then maybe you should be really good in bed <laughs> you should be okay that's my opinion. That's my final opinion. I'm sticking to it. Maybe that's why I'm single. Because I have opinions about things that I don't know much about. So that's how I feel about it. All right. Well, I mean, I went off. Of, maybe, maybe I didn't. Maybe I talked a little too much about fetishes are not enough I mean tell me how you feel this is episode 11 here and uh, I just went in I just went in and decided to just talk about it okay 
And if you're uncomfortable, uh, suck it up. You know, life is short. Life is long. Depends on the way you look at it. It's all, it's all relative. Life is long. Life is short. Who knows? But either way, we're not here for eternity, and you, you should not be uncomfortable with things. Well, I mean, I'm uncomfortable with things. I guess what I'm saying is lighten up, you know? Lighten the fuck up. And uh, that's that. And now you know a little more about me, and I'm glad to help you out. And uh, if you listen to this, please uh, DM me and let me know. Please let me know about the fetish thing, because I think it's funny, and I want to know if it's something you want to hear day one or six months in or three months in or when you're married. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. Tell me what you're thinking. Would you have kicked him in the nuts? Would you have done it? Would you have stomped on his balls? Is that something you have done or you would do? Let me know. Let me know. Let me know if you enjoy being choked or peed on. Holla at me. Or let me know any weird fetish that I haven't brought up because I brought up three of them or something, four. And it's really, there's many, many more, I'm sure. So, yeah, that's it for today. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Email me. Comment, like, comment, subscribe. Tell your friends. Write a review. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, love yourselves. And uh, go pee on someone, okay? Just fucking go throw a pot of piss on someone. And be like, I heard this is a fetish. Do you like that? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right, guys. You have a wonderful time. And love to you all. And thank you for listening. And goodbye.